Welcome to this episode of Circle of Trades. I'm Todd Studer, and in studio today, Travis Waldstein, nurse of heating and air conditioning in Council Bluffs. Uh, welcome back, Travis. I'm uh, curious whether you want to start taking digs at Nebraska on the front end or the back end of this episode. Well, uh, what, their starting quarterback transferred to Florida Atlantic. Uh, uh, what's his name that transferred from Oklahoma to here, and then uh, now he's transferring uh, Thompson or Thomas? Yeah, Thompson, that's what it is. So, <laughs> so another one's leaving the coop. So. It, it's, it's just so much fun watching, <laughs> watching you. We'll, we'll, we'll start going on Nebraska versus Colorado at some point, too, and then, and then we'll just be jumping all the way down a rabbit hole. Uh, rule versus Dean on bowl. I can't wait. So I hope they go 0-11-1 and, and they tie each other, both schools. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Amy Dillard from uh, Amy Dillard Social Media in studio today with you, Travis. Yes. Well, is it, is it Amy Dillard or is it Dillard? You, you were telling us this this morning. I was. Thank you, Travis. It's good to be here. Hi, Todd. Oh, hey. Hey. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> no comment on Nebraska stuff, though. So <laughs> I'll, we can we can pivot towards Amy Dillard Social Media. That's fine. Um, yeah. So I kind of, I did a, I've always been Dillard Management, LLC. I rebranded and did a doing business as as Amy Dillard Social Media because I did more personalized service. You're working with me. I'm a solo entrepreneur. And I've expanded some of my services now from social media to more of an online reputation management, websites, social, um, search engine optimization. So I thought it would be better to move back to Dillard Management. Um, so I'll be working with different teams that specialize in those things. But you still get me. Mm-hmm. Um, you still get personalized service with me. And I guess that's something that we can talk about today, too, about social media and how personal we get with our businesses. I usually work with small to medium-sized businesses, so I have a lot of good information I can share with you on that. Yeah, and we're not going to talk about my personal social media because we separate that from my business social media. Am I correct or am I wrong on that? (laughs) For yours, absolutely. There is something to say for personal branding, but I think we're going to keep your personal branding separate from your business branding. Yeah, I've uh, I've, I've seen both. (laughs) uh, there's a um, no filter comes to mind (laughs) i don't know what you're talking about not at all (laughs) so i think it's good that someone does it for you travis uh, it's very good that somebody does it for me there's a reason i pay people to do marketing because if i had to do it i'd market to two people and i'd be broke or, or be a farmhand or doing something. I'm not sure what. But, you know, maybe I'd just be a laborer, you know. Maybe I'd be a, a sheet metal apprentice or something, which that'd be okay. So, Well, you know, smart people hire smart people, right? Yeah, that, that's probably true. Yeah, so you have to find someone that's good at what they do. Yeah. And you're good at other things. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I'm a good at a thing or two anyway. So like I'd talking know. on podcasts. Yeah, I, I do like doing that, I have to admit. <laughs> so, so. But uh, no, actually, you know, got you know, we spent so much time talking about trades, and we've had some people, and we've talked about you know bringing people uh, into the trade. But I want to spend some time today about uh, um, marketing. You know, obviously a little bit talk about what you do, but also talk about you know if you're looking at businesses. You know, from you know there there's several different aspects. You know, from a uh, consumer point of view, you know if you're a potential employee or someone to look for you know uh, or so you're looking for employees to come in what people might be able to do as far as you know 
social media aspect, whether you know whether it's sure. Facebook or you know TikTok. Well, maybe not TikTok. I don't know, but uh, you know Twitter, whatever their messages are. So I thought it'd be a great opportunity to kind of talk about that. How you know how you see how it works for business, and uh, so so I'll kind of just let you kind of start the conversation. And I'll well, ask. Questions. I think. I think it's like twofold there. So you brought up a good point. So when you're thinking about social media for business, you think about your goals. A lot of it is marketing towards your consumer. And then you brought up another point. It's marketing towards the workforce, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think that you can kind of do both with those two goals. You can have the same same strategy. And it's authentic content, which is what I always talk about is authentic content. Authentic. It, this for for them that don't know when you talk authentic content, I think pictures, I think testimonials. Those are two things that come to my mind. Is that what you're talking, or would there be other facets you'd be looking at when you're talking authentic content? Authentic content just comes from like what is your day to day in your business like? Who is the person that represents your business? Who's the face of your business? So that can be pictures and videos. But also, like, what do you stand for? What's your why? Why did you start your company? What did what do you want to provide for people? What's the culture like? And you can do that by posting, mm. posting on social media and getting that across with pictures and videos and deciding what's important to you as an owner and to your business and projecting that out there to your customers. Well, I could tell you firsthand that, you know, when I went into business in 2009, I started looking at this three years earlier. And the reason I wanted to go into business in 2006, seven, eight, when I was looking at it's probably way different than what I'm doing now. And the reason being is a, we've grown life circumstances have changed. Kids have grown up. Um, you know, but I probably have as much, if not more of a drive now based off of some of them experiences. So, so, so that can change for a company. Am I, would I be wrong or would I be correct? Yeah. And that's when you probably sit down and re-strategize with your market team or your social media team and decide like, what do you want to project now and how has the culture or your mission changed? So if you're looking for content, right. And you've done this too, Todd, with people when they're marketing and radio is you, you go to their mission, right. And their Mm -hmm. values. And you want to make sure that those are, are present when you're posting social media. Right. And not, maybe not necessarily spoken, but it's just there and you can sense it from what it is that you're putting out. Right, exactly. From who you serve, how you serve them. So like you said, customer testimonials. When have you, people say, well, when have you gone above and beyond? Well, there are certain things that you probably do with every customer that stands out more than maybe if they were dealing with someone else. Like what's, where's your niche at? What is the one thing that you do better than everybody else? And why do you do it that way? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I could definitely say that makes sense. Well, for example, walking here today, I know we had to do some work for Peggy last week that uh, saw the morning show with you, Todd. And uh, she came in and says, hey, thanks. I know I got some on my call. I know like and trust now that's here in town, you know. And it, it's it's nice to have them, you know, conversations. Of course, then we talked about her editing my podcast. Because <laughs> you know, I, I asked her who's the bigger troublemaker, her or Todd, and and, and then I told her she looks like she's sweet. And that's why I actually know she's the troublemaker. So she's just hiding it pretty well. So. Oh, she's, well, she doesn't hide it that well. <laughs> but, but usually the mic is not on. <laughs> 
So but... some of the ways that you can do that is probably like involvement in the community. Um, mm-hmm. So if you're attending things, um, if you're supporting things that are important to you and your business, you need to be posting about those. Mm-hmm. If you're posting about things that align with your values and mission, then the workforce that's seeing that, that's maybe someone looking for a job or someone who's thinking about applying and they check you out on social media, um, then they'll know if their values align with your companies, And it's a good place to start, I think. No, it, it, no, I would 100% agree with that. It, it just kind of thinking, you know, like with what we do, you know, it's, uh, you know, we work hard, we have fun, but at the same time, we're not. Uh, a good slogan. Yeah. Well, yeah, work hard, <laughs> play hard, um, you know, but, uh, you know, we, uh, I don't want to put it, we're not militaristic. You know, some places, you know, if you're a corporate culture, you got to have the stoic still wall, wall face. You're not going to have that when you walk into my shop. Matter of fact, you know, if you show up in a, if you show up in a pair of slacks and a suit and a tie, I'm gonna probably tell you to leave. <laughs> <laughs> You're a little out of place. Yeah, definitely out of place. So you know, and, and that's you know, and you know, it's one it's one of them deals. It's about I, I'm more worried about what's you know in in here in your heart and what's kind of in your mind versus. Uh, um, you know, you listen. You could put lipstick on a pig, but at the end of the day, it's still a pig. You know, so uh, um, and I, and I, you know, and that sounds kind of sarcastic, but that's the reality of it. You know, you want to do. If you're in business, I think being genuine um, doesn't mean you got to be quite as uh, um, you know radical as maybe I am sometimes. But I think you do need to be genuine as far as who you are, because people people want to deal with genuine people. They don't they don't want fake. They don't want to be. You know, they, they don't want to have people, uh, what's the word I want to use, you know, blowing smoke or, you know, you know, telling them half-truths. I mean, nobody wants that. I don't want, I don't want to be the guy that is that person, so. Yeah, well, it's interesting enough that genuine is a synonym to authentic, so you're on the right track there. Wow, <laughs> wow, I learned something today. So there, there's my one one learning thought for today, so. um. So you so you mentioned authenticity. Um, when you're looking at a site, you know, or you know, business, you know, of course, I always think first thing social media is Facebook, but it's way beyond that. Um, you know, there's a lot of different platforms now. I mean, now, I mean, I mean, there's audio stuff. There's, I mean, there's even like subculture with Reddit and things like that 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 some people don't even pay attention to. But yeah, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter's huge for business. Yeah, I, I do like Twitter. Yeah, Twitter's pretty good. And I don't post a ton on Twitter, but I do like to read a lot on Twitter because you find out a lot of stuff. I know, especially with when my boys were in high school, if you didn't have a Twitter account, you didn't know what was going on at Lewis Central because every coach is on Twitter, practices here. Hey, we need stuff, people to do stuff here. And that's, you know, that's how they controlled the narrative. Yep, I see that a lot too with other school districts. They have a lot of stuff on Twitter. But I think yeah. the thing is, is, when you're posting, especially if you're coming from a business um, a business account, is like Twitter seems to me like more is it like is it newsworthy enough? Do people need to know this, and why do they need to know this, right? And then, what's your opinion on it? Like, mm-hmm. you know, this is happening, and does it affect the customer, and does it affect our business? And then, why do they need to know that? So, if you take it from that standpoint, you may find some content that you you maybe didn't think about before so Mm -hmm. things that are happening in the industry think about like solar energy um rebates 
Mm-hmm. All of those things are something that customers probably would like to know. And then if you're somebody that understands those things and how to get those customers, those discounts or those whatever the government has available for yeah. rebates and energy efficiency, mm-hmm. that's something that customers need to know. Yeah. Here's a question I got for you when it comes to social media. And I see some companies do it. Um, there's some fellow franchises that do it. I, I'm... I guess I'm a person, and this kind of personally for me, I've got a, I've got no problem with helping people and with especially with causes that I do, you know, or that I believe in. You know, I'm a huge fan of wrestling. Um, you know, big fan of the trades. Uh, talked to a city councilman yesterday. We had a nice long conversation about the trades here, actually, and some of the stuff that's going on. Um, you know, and there's always these causes, but I'm not one that. I don't know. I, I'm not one to sit there. Hey, look, your survey council bluffs is supporting this cause or or that cause. I'm not that person, you know. And, and I, you know, and I, that's not something we've pushed. Um, so, wait, wait, are wait, you wait, saying wait. that you support things but you don't post it? Yeah. So, yeah, we don't. Yeah, I guess my thought is, you know, I don't want to say it's anonymous, but I'm not saying, hey, look at me. I I did this for you know X Y Z or this group or the society so i i i understand why people do it but is there a negative connotation to because to me there kind of is if you're having to raise your hand and say hey like look, a, look. A, like a praise party or something for yourself like hey look how great i am well it's like when people hand people like homeless people money, unhoused people money on the street and they take a video of it and post it on facebook yeah well it's it, kind of i that it feels it, gross that to me yeah it, it, it feels gross that exact thing you're talking about is it, it's a little bit annoying. so are you saying something like well well let me give you a great example first i'm gonna get in trouble with my franchise with this one and i don't really care okay. so so okay <laughs> that's never happened before. yeah shocking i know so they've got this charity golf outing that they're doing and they've had jerome bettis as a sponsor because he had asthma as a kid and they had it had a deal and he's doing this blue and gold sponsorship you know blue and gold deal golf tournament down in wherever and you know air serves the primary sponsor and there's like 10 to 12 i didn't even know what was going on until it started so it tells you how involved i am with it um but then there's like 10 or 12 owners say hey get on board with this you know air serves sponsor this it's like I know who Jerome Bettis was. He's a great football player, and I understand he had some health issues. I, I get that. I could appreciate all that. But I don't know nothing about his charity or his cause. So I would say I think that's a little bit different because you're a franchise and is the franchise making decisions on that versus? Well, well and that's a good question because when I asked him about that, there was a kind of a – there was a long pause and was in kind of in limbo, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so if you have the ability to choose specific – Things that you know and care about as a business owner, I would probably choose those because then also if they if you care about them, you probably have more knowledge about them, right? Mm-hmm. And so the second thing that an answer to your question is, it's not just about the money and patting yourself on the back. You have to see yourself as a platform for those people, right? In that charity, because people mm-hmm. know who Travis is. Probably people there are people who know. AirServe, follow follow that company or whatever company it is, right? Yeah. You're not just sponsoring, but you're you are a platform to get the message out, not just for other donors, but for other people who may have the same affliction and are dealing with some of the things same things that that person mm-hmm. or that that 
organization yeah, support. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, I don't want to discount any charity or organization because I think there's a lot of good causes out there. Don't get me wrong. And let's see, if you start doing charities, we could go down a whole rabbit hole with that. So, so I think you should maybe approach it more as an educational or informative mission versus pet the pat on yourself on the back. If you're going to support something and you believe in that cause, do it in a more informational, educational way. Yeah. Even if you are donating on the side anonymously. Yeah. Like I said, yeah. I guess it's just kind of, you know, me. Like I said, it's, that's why I was kind of curious because you see other organizations do this. Hey, we're, we support JDRF or whatever the organization is. And you just, I, I think it's, I don't think that's necessarily bad, but, I, you know, my, my, my biggest thing with it is, well, I didn't know we were doing this, number one. So, uh, and then number two, it's like, okay. You know, why are we jumping on this cause? You, you know. So I think it's right for you to, you know, be selective because we go, that goes, that goes back to the authenticity and genuine of it, right? So if it doesn't come off as genuine and authentic, then maybe you shouldn't be posting it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm authentic. I, I'm, I'm probably colorful and I, you know, like I said, it probably sometimes unpopular, but that's okay. <laughs> So you now know, we're going back to the personal maybe. Right. Yeah, you you know what the, what word bothered me most about all of that was yes. the word probably. Pro- okay. <laughs> yeah. So so all right. So I I've digressed. Does, does that do, do you do you yeah. feel like that was a good answer for you for like what you were thinking about? I, I do because I think sometimes businesses, you know, I've heard other people talk about this. You know, most people locally, you know, own businesses or babies or organizations, you know, they have, you know, they want to support the VFW or the Legion or whoever it is. And I think it's great to do it. I guess I'm just not a hey me person. So yeah, to answer your question, um, you know, it does. So let's, let's move on here. So if we're talking business, you know, we're talking your social media awareness and what do you do? What are things that you would recommend and what are things that you would stay away from, um, to help people, um, do people understand what your message, what your cause is, to understand what you do? What What are stuff that you look at? I think, um, especially because I'm just talking about especially small and medium sized businesses. And then that's where I want. That's where I want you to go. Corporations. I mean, it's totally, totally different, different ball, game. ball game. But it is more. It's about the customer experience and the experience that they're having with you. And I think one of the things that First of all, social media just is one part of the strategy, right? Yep. It's only one thing. You There is ways to probably support yourself on a, just a purely online social media platform. If you're like, if you're not a, serv- a local service, if you're selling products nationally, sure, you, you could probably just have social media. But if you're a part of the community, if you are providing a service in a specific geographical location or a product in a, in a specific geographical location and you're a small to medium-sized business, you just – one of the things that's important too is like how do you work with this person? How do I get in touch with this person? What's the first step in the process to make this happen? Mm-hmm. These things that you're telling me you can do – well, what's the next step for me? Mm-hmm. So having that customer journey also on social media, like, hey, you might want to click this link and then and fill this out or see this information or call here. or And then after that, what happens? And then having that customer journey and then the result mm-hmm. is a really 
good way to make people feel more comfortable about working with you. Hmm. I like that actually. That that that's that's great. You talked about other avenues as far as marketing goes. So you touched on it. So I, I want you to you want to get crazy, just elaborate on a little bit. So websites are important, but they're not as important, I think, anymore. It depends on what you put on them. I think a good one pager is perfect if you're not selling products on it, right? Because mm-hmm. how many times do you really click on all the other links that people have? Well, I'm not quoting furnaces, you know, off my Facebook page or, or, or website. They need to call the office. So yeah, we're it isn't like you know I'm I'm selling John Deere. I'm not buying John Deere parts or you know I'm not trying to sell trailers online. Nothing like that. But in ter- in terms of like online presence, you also have to have be have listings other places. Like you have to have a Google profile. Mm-hmm. You have to be on Yelp. You have to, if you have a a brick and mortar location, make sure you're on Google Maps. There's a lot of listings that you could be on to help with your backlinks that helps your SEO or your searchability that gives Google a sign that says, boom, this person is legitimate for one and um, is being talked about on the internet. Correct me if I'm wrong. I've heard this term. I've heard this. I'm with a company. It's called Yext, and this is one that I've heard about. And so you, you got a smile on your face when I brought this up, so I must have hit on something. But one of the biggest things that I've learned is uniformity. So, like, when we change your shop from South Main Street to Nebraska Avenue, yes, uh, you know, that, you know, it's important because if you're not uniform across the message that, and not just Google, but as a whole, if, if you're starting to put mixed messages or if let's say somebody comes to you on email says, well, hey, if I do this for your social media, we'll get so much review and it's against everything you've done for the last five years. It could destroy everything that you've done. Maybe explain, you know, how that uniformity helps transform when you're doing the online stuff. Well, right. So you want to make sure your all of your listings are correct, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're in multiple places, do you have somebody that's checking to make sure that all of that is being updated? Because if it's, you're doing it on your own, you know, you might not remember that you posted something at this place, right? And then if someone finds you somewhere and it's the wrong information, then they'll never be able to get a hold of you, right? Yeah. No, a- ab- absolutely. So, but, and then in addition to that, I guess from continuing from my other point with searchability, if it's okay if I move on to that. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. So like having, but having other content out there, like having um, blog posts, mm-hmm. like informational, educational blog posts, having a podcast with yeah. the link to your site, and your Facebook page on the podcast site, just having all of those things together and making sure everything is working together um, is important too. So having having more things going on in the back end is important as well, mm-hmm. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Well, Without getting technical. Yeah. Well, and, and that's one of the things as a small business owner, you know, it's one of the, oh, I could do it myself, I could do it myself. Well, Here's what I know I'm good at. I'm good at heating and air conditioning. I like to think I'm good. You know what I'm not good at? Marketing. You know, and that kind of comes back to, you know, marketing, social media. I can go on my personal Facebook page or go on my business page. But if we have something where there's a picture, if the weather's bad, I'll actually go out there and say, hey, the weather's going to be this. Please go check this, you know, with what's coming in, Um, whether it's hot or cold or something that people should know about. 
Um, well, that helps you. That's preventative for you. Uh, that yeah. makes your next day easier. S- saves me a lo- <laughs> saves me a lot of phone calls. Like, why did we do this? It's like, yeah, here's why we did it. Um, but uh, no, I, I do think that's there. But as far as the rule goes, you wrote, I don't want to be touching my my social media. I need to know what's there, and I need to know what's going on with it. But I sure as heck don't want to run it. And I'm a whole lot better at going and talking to people about issues in their home or what's going on than I am, you know, trying to figure out how to gain 500 more customers because we did something on, let's say, Twitter or, you know, it's just I've got no clue. And I think a lot of business owners think, well, this is easy. But you can, you know, unless you have a lot of time or someone that can dedicate to this. Agreed. Agreed. And a lot of people do it themselves and they do it really well, I would say. But the, but I'm sure that there's some help on the back end too as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say if they're wondering, if there's a business owner out there wondering like, well, how am I performing online? What does that look like for me as a business? Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? I can run a report for them mm-hmm. and I can show them like this is when you're, when someone searches, searches for you on Google, this is in this phrase or your service or your product, mm-hmm. you're showing up as number 13 in council bluffs. Like, so, and you might want to improve that or you might be okay with that depending on the, how much business you're getting right now. Right. Cause yeah. you may have other avenues where you're getting business, but if mm-hmm. you feel like you're not getting the, the traffic that you want from maybe like a website that you've invested in, then that's maybe some of the, the, the issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's always important to get your message out, you yeah. know, but you don't want to bombard it. You know, my favorite one's constant contact. Well, we can send stuff every day out if we want to. Yeah. <laughs> don't do that. I get AirServe emails. I When I'm looking for you in my, my Gmail, I'll type in AirServe. And then there's like a whole bunch of stuff that comes up. And I'm like, I didn't even know I got those emails. See, they go to their junk folder. See, that's that that that's where I but It's not that it's, it's not that it's maybe... Um, it should be the right message at the right time, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're getting, if you're sending timely information, like you said, hey, make sure you're checking your your doohickey on your furnace, or <laughs> you know that's a timely message, right? Yeah, absolutely. So and if you're using constant contact to send timely messages, those can be effective. Yeah, as long as it's timely, as long as it's not overbearing. If you're getting five messages a day from the same company, it's like you know. That could be way, 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 way too much. I agree. But you also have to remember, too, that they're not, some of them aren't seeing them. Mm-hmm. So, and this is true for social media as well. Mm-hmm. You can reuse some of your stuff and repost it because more than likely your followers or your friends, of the, your fo- the followers or followers or whoever's seeing it in their timeline hasn't seen it before, even if you posted it last month because, mm-hmm. or remember seeing it. Yeah. Well, so, I, see, I see this a lot too with uh, say with the radio station social media that i am seeing new people all the time that i didn't see before just from something different that i posted Mm -hmm. because what i'm assuming and you're you know this amy much better than i do that we just triggered some kind of algorithm that was different that made it show up on their page based on a different topic I think it depends on like likes and shares as well so if you got something that was more shareable um, that could have spread it out a little bit more. Some people like to see things that represent them. They won't share something that doesn't represent them. 
Yeah. Well, like yesterday, you guys asked about, you know, if you had one food before you died, what would it be? Well, you know what? I hadn't seen anything from you guys for a week, and I saw that one. And that's, I and saw that, a lot of response yeah, on and that. The, and then I yeah. said a ribeye. You know, yeah, if right. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I have said we get the most response on on food questions. We have a question of the day for uh, the, the radio station for Bluffs yes, Country. Yes, I've and, seen them. And yes, and, and the food questions get the most uh, response. So I think that is a great tip then. If you want people to engage with you, talk about food. We do it a lot. That's right. why we did it. Yeah. <laughs> We're not talking about Brunswicker, are we? I, I actually like that do with you? the. I used no, to eat I that don't. when I was a kid. My husband loves it. Well, so does my wife. He I would, calls I would it liver a, cheese, and I had no idea what he was talking a, about. A Braunschweiger sandwich with Western dressing on it. Uh, oh, it's good. Yeah. Now, I haven't had that in forever, but when I was a kid, I loved that stuff. See, here's what my wife does. She makes a sandwich for her, and then she makes a sh- sandwich for the dogs. <laughs> that, that's how this works at my house. Yeah. yeah. It's great. It's fantastic. That's what you call it. There better be a case of this stuff sitting out on the steps after all this free publicity we're getting. Here you go. If you're listening to the podcast and you don't like Braunschweiger, we're going to put Braunschweiger in the, in the keywords. Uh, yeah, it's like bologna. You don't have to ever worry. You you want to feed me? If you don't want me to come over, just offer to make me a bologna sandwich. It's be just. Isn't fun. it how di- crazy? How different you're like taste changed from when you were a kid no i hate it when i was a kid i hate it worse now as an adult I, I used to eat it when i was a kid i can't do it anymore but i do still like the cut up hot dogs and the pork and beans i'll kill oh, that oh yeah that, you know, that's that's different so no that's uh I, I think going back to what you're saying amy though is is that <laughs> he's I'm, reeling I'm, us I'm, in i'm Travis. trying to i'm trying to get you back on topic a little bit <laughs> uh, yeah hey you know that pay attention to what gains more traffic than others. But I don't think if we just switched completely over and, and asked nothing but food questions, I think that would be a mistake. That would be strange. Yeah. We're a radio station. We're just constantly talking about food. That doesn't make sense. Right. But I think it, you can do it in a, a more like premeditated, scheduled way. Like how often are you posting them? Right. Mm-hmm. If, and then if you post them, like, well, let's post them twice a week. And then you notice that you get less engagement when you're posting twice a week right. versus once a week. Mm-hmm. You're testing it out. You're testing your audience's engagement out when you're doing that. And that's a good way to find out. Mm-hmm. Just try it and see what happens. And if it goes down, then you have your answer. Mm-hmm. So let's say, okay, so we're going to get back on topic here. But let's say you're talking for me. So, you know, I'm wanting to recruit people. Yes. And there's a lot of our people wanting to recruit people. And so we yes. ask, they're doing job fairs, they're doing high school deal. When you're talking marketing and social media, you know, most kids I know that are, you know, teenage, they have a Facebook, but I don't think they're spending a lot of time. You know, Nobody Snapchat. at that age is on Facebook yeah. anymore. They're on Snapchat. They're on whatever, Reddit. I don't, I don't know. There's, my son tried to explain it to me one day and I was like totally lost. So. If you, it, and maybe it's not the right place, but sometimes it's like, how do you get, if you were trying to recruit, let's say 15 to 20 year olds today and you so want to go gen, to, like Gen Z. Okay. Yeah. So. Is that what they're called? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. They're, I give up. I have no idea. There's nowhere to go from with Z. So or I, Gen Alpha. Yeah. Double odd. I don't know. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so younger people that aren't on Facebook anymore is what you're saying. Yeah, they, but you want to connect with them and say, let them know, hey, you know, 
you know, if you want, my thing is, hey, you know, coming back to the whole trades concept, want to get people into, hey, we're out there, we do our social media, we do the most of our clients, but we want to let people, hey, if you're looking for employment or a job, hey, you know, how do we contact, you know, how would, how would you use that platform and, and where would you, where, and I understand this could flip overnight, I get it, we're so, talking teenagers, so. So, that is interesting, and I, I've thought about this in many different ways in many in different industries that are targeting that same thing. You want to get people. Well, first of all, you want the people who are that age or just maybe around that age that are already working for you mm-hmm. to follow and share the things that you're creating. Okay. So, like, if you have younger employees, yeah, they well, need we to got get some. their friends on that bandwagon, and you need their input. Okay. So when I'm talking about genuine and authentic content, I'm just not talking about like, and you're, you can, you can do that with your team as well. Mm-hmm. And you need to explore that option, I think. And find out, cause you find out what, yeah, this new generation's looking at now. What are, you know. There's why, I mean, I don't know how it is with franchises, right? Yeah. But. You could have some type of exploratory TikTok video campaign. Mm-hmm. We talked about it. And we decided I'd be a bad candidate for TikTok, but you know what? I got some guys. It doesn't have to be you, no, Travis. No, it doesn't. It, it actually it, maybe should be some of my younger guys. It, is, it should be your younger guys. They know what's on trend. They know what people are looking at. Mm-hmm. And if you're looking for to get people like them. Mm-hmm. They're going to know what content they like and they're going to create it and they're going to, and the people like them are going to see it. Hmm. Does that make sense? Actually, that's a good idea. I've never really thought about that way, but reach out to young guys and say, hey, what kind of, you know, conversation, what kind of stuff, if I was to post stuff of pictures of you or jobs you did that, hey, that you'd maybe want to share with your friends on your platform, just have an open discussion about that. You know, what kind of stuff would you like to see? What would be cool? So, and remember that CBBC. Facebook post that I did about air serving you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The reason why it got so much, so much engagement is because your face was on it, Travis, and people know you and people, you like, they were like, Oh look, it's Travis. <laughs> I'm going to like that. Yeah. I didn't know he was on in CBBC. Uh, yeah. Oh, look at that. That's cool. Hey, don't worry. I'm not on the CBBC page. I'm not even listed as being absent because I was out in Seattle. So. On the website, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm I wasn't that in I, that picture yeah, either. Yeah, and neither one of us are listed. It's like we're members. We just weren't present for the picture. Exactly, so. exactly. But that's okay. So having people's face and, under, and seeing and having them explain in their terms what they like about that where they're at right now mm-hmm. and why they like working there and why they like doing what they do. You have to let them do it in their terms. I mean, you can monitor it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It has to be monitored. Yeah, definitely. But let them do it on their terms and let them speak to the people that you that that you want them to speak to. Yeah, because hopefully they like what they're doing and, and see what you're saying. And, hey, you know, and listen, people talk. It is what it is. And sometimes, you know, and more people don't want to talk, so they use social media as their outreach or whatever. So, And even just taking pictures and videos and sending them to whoever does that for you, mm-hmm. whoever posts for you, be like, can you do something with this? Yeah. And then ask them to, to do it for you. Because mm-hmm. I, when I work with some people – Sometimes I go out and take the pictures and make get the ideas and create them for them. But other times they come to me and be like, hey, we want to do this. We think this is a good idea. And I'd be like, and then 
I'll orchestrate it for them or like send me this picture and they'll send it to me or like, mm -hmm. can you post this? Can you do that? So it's a, more of a collaboration. And if you want more of that authentic content, it has to be more of a collaboration. You have to work with someone who's doing your social media as more of a collaboration than a handoff. Yeah. If no, that makes sense. I, no, absolutely. You got to be someone who's who's vested in it. So, yeah, my favorite story when it comes to, well, this involves me. I say my favorite story involving me when it comes to uh, Facebook and posts and, you know, that we have a website and it, when it first came out, they had this picture, this, you know, clean cut guy, all going up, coming up to the door, had the air surf shirt on and a magnet. Then I come showing up at the door. Oh, <laughs> it looks a little different. Yeah, they said, you're not the guy that's you're not the guy that's on the video or on 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 the web page. I said, yeah, but I said he can't fix squat. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, and I'm a better looking version of him. <laughs> he can take a good picture, but he's not coming to service your furnace. That's right. So, yeah. So I think you hit it right on the nail there, Travis. Yeah, yeah. You use your younger generation. Well, I say use, involve the younger kit people that are in your organization to get the message out. I like that actually. I learned I learned two things today. So. Well, we'll uh, we'll shoot for a third, but I'm not sure where to go with that. So yeah. Anyway, Amy, before you leave, yeah. where can people find you? Um, if you would like a snapshot report to see how your online presence is and get a little report card from that, you can just email me your name and company name at amy at dillardllc.com. I also have a website. That's DillardLLC.com. And as of right now, um, my business pages on social is Amy Dillard Social Media. However, again, I'll be rebranding to Dillard Management, so you can also find me there. And I would also say that if if anybody wants to come to a Thursday morning meeting with the CBBC at the Chamber, we meet at 730, and you can meet Amy and other people that are our business group that we know, like, and trust, and we refer business to. Absolutely. I would love to see new guests. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite thing. I've said it many times, and I think I've said it on your podcast before, Travis, that uh, I, I love everything about this job that I took with the radio station. The one thing that I do not like is that I cannot attend those meetings anymore because you folks are just such a great group of people. And uh, where we're sitting right now and everything that's been happening, I don't think exists without that group so uh you you have my eternal thing so that. supportive it's such a supportive place it is yeah hey just so you know if you want to come as a visitor for me one day and i'll come work over here at the radio station from 5 30 oh to 10 you know me, me and peggy could hold it See, down and that would tomorrow. be a great social wow. media post <laughs> wow now the bosses might fire you afterwards travis on air and todd sitting at the meeting i, I, I love need it to, uh, we're gonna need at least a 10 second delay and what's called a dump button. Peggy can reel him in. Peggy's going to keep him on track, I think. Yeah, what we're doing here is not under the jurisdiction of the FCC. Yeah. That uh, is. Uh, that is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Details, you know. Details. Details. All right, Amy Dillard, thank you so much for us. Uh, Thanks for having me. It's yeah. great to come back and be in the studio. Thank you. Appreciate you coming. And yeah, we thank you for, for listening me. to this episode of Circle of Trades. Uh, new episodes out each week. Until next time, take care.